0: Hey everybody, this is Kelly Dixon. Uh, we're doing the Better Call Saul Insider podcast. We're talking about episode number nine, which is titled Fall. Like fall, like spring, fall, fall, fall. I'm here with my co-host, Chris Michaela. Hello. Hey Chris, how's it going today? It's great. So how's the Narcos? It's
1: a new day. Uh, things are great. Things good. are good. It's still going.
0: I feel like I have to ask about Narcos all the time, but I miss you. I I, I didn't I we all get to make see you
1: for Oh, thanks.
0: So we're I here. miss you
1: guys. I miss being over here. That's why I, was, I love getting to come over here for this uh, surreptitious way to just hang out with you guys. It's great.
0: <laughs> so we're here uh, with uh, creators of the show, Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan.
2: Hello. Hello.
0: Oh, they did it the reverse way.
2: They did. Way. That, was that, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta
1: keep everybody guessing. That's it.
0: And again, I apologize for my raspy, scratchy voice. Um, I had an a, a attack of pollen allergy and did a lot of coughing, which took my uh, my vocal cords down to nil. It's, but an, sound, it's
3: another week later, and you still don't really yeah, sound, sound that exactly much better the than you did last week. Two
0: yeah, weeks later, exactly. in fact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, also here with the uh, writer of the show, Gordon Smith. Hello. And here with our music supervisor, Tommy Skulovich. Hi there. And our special guest tonight, Racy Horn. Who Yay. Yay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why am I the special guest? Isn't everyone a special Cause guest? Because you're
0: adorable.
4: Okay, there you go. That's why. Because
0: Vince oh, okay. says you're adorable. There you have it. You're America's sweetheart. You're
4: America's oh sweetheart. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get that notice. You That's and exciting. your ponytail. <laughs> Yes, my hair's down tonight, uh, so everyone should know that it's very weird.
0: Yeah, the ponytail. Okay. I guess you, what are you doing? Like, a lot of interviews and a lot sure. of um, uh, press press interviews and stuff like that right. for the show right now because um, it's premiering, I guess. I mean, it's done premiering. Because we're lucky enough that people season. want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Ask us questions. And, and Ray basically told us that the ponytail <laughs> has <laughs> sort of a following and a life of its Don't. own And a lot of interviewers.
3: Let me try another way. Hold Thank on, you just into ahead. this. So, Ray, would, uh, I, were you you just got back from doing some press.
2: What's that like? Yes.
4: Oh well, that was Spain, and this actually uh, was other international press oh, yeah? because um, American press also asks about the ponytail from time to time. But there were a couple of international press uh, junkets that I had, and I was trying to explain. They were saying Kim's Kim's ponytail is so bouncy. Um, you know, there's when you do these press junkets, there's there's a table full of people that are all getting one question in each. And so when it got to this woman who had shouted out about the ponytail, she still only wanted to talk about the ponytail. And I tried to explain that actually, as most people know on the show, nothing is accidental. And that actually, you know, starting with Trisha Almeida, um, uh, who originated the hairstyle with me, but going through Vince and going through Peter and Jen Bryan and costuming, that this idea that a working woman wouldn't change her hair often and would probably have one set style that might even, it could be even dated looking as many working women I knew had, not that it's a dated look, you know, but it's one it's one style, they're not moving with trends. it's That's not their priority and that kind of thing. And it's very no nonsense while well, being feminine and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, and then even the coil itself can sometimes relax. <laughs> I mean, it really is related to the scene sometimes. I was like, it's far more specific than you'd think. Thank you for <laughs> ask, ask and I can't even finish. And I realize that she's not interested in any kind of practical answers. <laughs> she wants more physics answers, I guess. I'm not sure. Who says
1: journalism's dead?
0: Right? Yeah, <laughs> hard-hitting stuff. the some
4: stuff, man. So wait,
0: the ponytail isn't your real hair? It is
4: 85% my real hair. It was all my real hair the first season. And then we realized that a lot of damage happens. Women will know this, and some men. But um, once there's product in your hair, if you have to recurl it as we go on through the day, um, you'll hear that lovely sizzling sound because you're frying hair. It gets overprocessed. Yeah. And so Trish came out with a piece. and then Rita, uh, Rita Troy, who did my hair last year, had a piece too that's one synthetic piece that stays in a coil much better than my real hair. And so it's sort of in the middle, uh. almost as an armature. Mm. And my hair wraps around it. Oh. Um, it's a brace. So you, you did have an
5: answer to why
1: so bouncy? I was just about to say, yeah. You just didn't want to just give it. it. To no. like,
5: is that actually
1: it, it, along these lines? Because my my girlfriend has asked me about Kim's. I think it's either earrings or necklace.
4: I've been asked about the earrings and the necklace. Because she also. Al- she
1: always has the same or often has the same. Yeah, earrings. Melinda Maria.
0: Most of the time, is almost the same. always.
4: Yeah um, I talked with Jennifer Bryan early on and we talked about jewelry and accessories and stuff like that and I said uh, I remember thinking when I was younger and watching my mom when she was divorced as a single mom and and many people's moms around me and uh, this whole idea of that you would change your purse to match your outfit or your jewelry every day not happening not happening you got to mm. go and there's just it just isn't a priority and it rung true for me for Kim. The more I talked to um, Jennifer Bryan about um, about this woman that I think very much was trying to uh, trying to pass in a way in a in a in a workplace that she um, doesn't have she's not in the you know she doesn't have, she's not on sure footing yet she's trying to compete and trying to get ahead and um, that just made sense to us that she was not about frills.
1: Right. My, my my mom heard you talk about the about the clothes too, that she might put together a suit that's like not quite a suit. Yes, Jennifer yeah.
4: Bryan on the first fitting. She yeah. said, I have some suits over here and I don't know how you feel about this and I had already started to like jigsaw puzzles some pieces together of how I wanted to start the architecture of this woman and then wait till other people's input. And uh, Jennifer said, so I have suits and she's at a law firm. Um, I just get the feeling, you know, she started in the mailroom 10 years prior. We don't really know why. It wasn't as an intern. It was at some other stage in life, which has some oddity to it. And I was like, agreed, agreed. And, um, you know, instead of a fitting being about, tight clothes or short skirts or any kind of discussion of that. The discussion was, she said, I hope you don't mind, but I got all suits that the viewer won't be able to tell, but, you, but I just did it for me and for you. They are actually um, slightly mismatched. The navy blues are two different ones, so cool. and the blacks are off. And she said, because yeah. I think Kim still goes to Marshalls to buy the yeah. suit to look like everybody else's mm-hmm. that is already high powered at the firm. And I literally started crying. Wow. I was just like, so that's an amazing conversation <laughs> to have in a fitting. I've had amazing costume designers. I'm not taking anything away from them. But she's uh, very character-based and, mm-hmm. um, and very collaborative and got what I was feeling about this character that I didn't have that much to go on yet um, it, initially. It was great. What
2: can I say God bless you because plenty of other actresses and actors, uh, or actors period, uh, unisex, uh, would have started crying except for a very different reason, because they'd want to look really, really good. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they'd oh want the, that's They'd sweet. want the $3,000 suit No, time.
4: we talked in the beginning. There are no GTA suits. There's no uh, – there's never um, – rarely are there things that Kim would not actually be able to afford, and they still are from um, Marshalls and Albuquerque and stuff like that and mixed matched. And also specific to not have – the pencil skirts started to fit a little uh, better and things, but in general, there's not that the perfectly tailored jacket and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, because that is how you buy stuff off the rack. When, yeah, you
0: know. I was gonna before you even started that question, Chris. Um, I was gonna say, how many suits do you think that that she has? Because it almost feels like even I, I'm thinking back to when I was cutting the episode where she's making all the phone calls cuz she'd up and and I was going okay so she's got the black suit but I bet you that skirt is from something else she it kind of puts that together it is and is the jacket's suit. get yeah. reused yeah. yeah and the purses get cool.
4: reused um and the shoes uh which it's just like I don't know you never know if somebody is spotting that or um if it's just the the fabric that makes things real the same is when I'm playing a scene or when you're going on stage, um, the secret you have of where you came from right before you went on there, the audience will never know, but I do think that it's all part of the fabric, the same way you yeah. guys are writing, mm-hmm. I presume, and directing that make a three-dimensional world and mm-hmm. even if unspoken, they will feel it, you know, so.
2: And, and, and I tell you, with our fans, I, I bet you they are noticing it. Probably, right? have amazing attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah.
6: This, yeah. yeah. There's also an energy that comes off when something's real. Like when you watch a character, you can feel every single element just kind of comes into reality in that moment. And Mm -hmm. then everybody else responds to that. The same for us, like in post. One of the things which is, you know, so special about this show, and every department has that, is that you realize as you meet other people who are doing the show how much care they put into every Mm -hmm. choice they have. Like I know with music, so many of the choices that end up there have a lot to do with the choices that didn't make it in that no one else is ever aware of. Right. No one knows what <laughs> we try that didn't work. But it was the stepping stones to getting to the right idea that ended up in yeah. there. And when when one is selected, I also think, okay, why is this one selected? And what was the pathway I got to this one and how does mm-hmm. that connect to the next element? So everything becomes part of the broader storytelling. Right. Okay. So it's so I think it joyous. lends itself due
4: to something I just heard Peter say when we were doing another uh when we were doing the interview, I guess for Variety that um but you brought up, and I was like, oh, wow. I wonder if they just hire a bunch of people that are paranoid about what comes too easily. Because I felt the same <laughs> way about my work you were talking about writing, that if something comes up where it fits too easily, that you guys are immediately like, ooh, we should kick the tires on this one. That, uh, that should be you know a painful process to get to it. Um, but it's, I think it's the same thing. It's the yeah. discarded choices. It's the like, well, you feel the effort, is there one better? Why don't commitment. you check it out? Yeah, yeah.
2: Absolutely.
0: So.
6: <laughs> All
3: right.
0: This is uh, episode three hundred nine. Um, it is called uh, Fall. Uh, it was written by Gordon Smith, who is here. Hi, yeah. Gordon. Hey, Gordon.
3: Oh. And did, and who wrote the hell out of it, by the thank way?
0: Yeah,
2: Again. And it was directed. You by, didn't phone uh, this one in like those other ones. No, right? I phone. Thank not, God. Not
5: not phone this. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> I not phone. Sort of like that, that not answer. phone. Yeah. This. Thank God you can write. And you yeah, can I know. talk <laughs> too. Uh, no really.
0: <laughs> And it was directed by Minky Spiro. Yay! Yay. Love hey, her. Oh, I, I will say that I didn't get a chance to work with, but I had wonderful lunches with her while she was here. Um, so it was really, really she's great awesome. meeting her. Yeah, She's, she's fantastic. about three feet tall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's and very petite,
5: she's and very she is sprightly, incredibly full of energy, yeah. and just drive. Yeah. And yeah. Hell of a director,
3: she's probably best known for directing specials of Downton Abbey. Yeah, and, oh, and so she Hunt goes from TV. Downton Abbey yeah. to uh, to Better Call Saul. Yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, with a you know with with a with a stop at Shut Eye.
0: I'll tell um, you, and a girl- stop at Good Girls Revolt. That's right. Girlfriend yeah. has style. Lots of style. I just watched this episode today, and Girlfriend has got it going on. She really, really, really had some great ideas as far as like um, a lot of the transitions that she was doing, Mm -hmm. just her her, um, shot uh, ideas. She just really brought a very, very fresh eye. Mm -hmm. All of her stuff worked perfectly well with um, sort of the repertoire that we have, but it was really bringing a lot of freshness. I had never seen, I had only heard... About the episode, and I finally watched it today, and I was just very, very, very um, pleased with all of it. Um, and I will say, I just want to bring this up right now, that I had heard all about the car accident, but I had absolutely <laughs> no idea. I knew it was going to be very simple, and I knew that it was, I like I said, I had heard all about it, but I had no idea how simple and how important. Incredibly impressive it was. Oh my I even God. have on my notes. Well impressive, impressive, I, and just impressive, impressive in its execution. Impressive, you know. Skip is not here, but impressive in his cutting. And I, I, I don't do this often. I am told people do this with my work, but rarely do I stop and go tap 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 through <laughs> through work. And I actually went and tapped through this one, and it is so that incredibly simple. Slow it down simple. frame by frame. Yeah, I just you know tap frame by frame to see, see actually what he did. Um, and it is so very simple. I think it's only like four cuts or something. Mm. And it's another way where we have sound. We talked about that yeah, a couple of weeks a little, ago. Yeah. Sound plays a huge part in it, yeah. but it is incredibly effective. Hmm. So I'm hoping that you guys can talk a little bit about that. Gordon, you may be able to chat about what her ideas were. You don't have to do it now. I just sure. wanted to make sure I brought it up. Because
1: yeah, really cool. by I myself, al- alone watching this, I, at late at night, screamed out loud when i didn't see it coming oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess, didn't like know. in in retro- yeah i didn't know i didn't know anything yeah. and then i guess in retrospect we've been building to this all season mm. but but man i didn't see that coming at all and i i was it was so
5: jarring and affecting wow. and uh i yeah absolutely we were loved it. we were mixing it just a few days ago and it was it, awesome. you know you're watching it over and over and over again and mm-hmm. kind of taking a run at it to like get get, get a sense of it and even as we were just tweaking it, knowing exactly when it came, you still, like, there's something I think that's great about how long the cut just prior to the actual mm-hmm. crash runs. Yeah. Yes. Because it's yes. long enough for it to kind of, beca- your, your thought, you're so with, Kim, and yeah. you're
0: watching her actually, yeah. you know, haze yeah. over like yeah. that too. You're,
4: you're kinda, it's really good. Kind of
2: lulls you before. Yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. lulls
5: you, yeah. and you kind of go, "Oh, what's she thinking about? Where, we'll is, show she it to where you? is she at?" I was what's gonna say, it? "Am I
4: supposed to be pretending that, happening? Happening? that I've seen it?" To him. No, no, you haven't. No, you haven't, see it. It. You no, haven't seen it. guess we we yeah. we're yeah. gonna talk about it, but
3: we,
0: but we will show it to you right after this.
3: But you know, the I really think, Gordon, you put your finger on it because it's it is, and I personally, I was really worried about this one. Because we were taking a big swing, yeah. we talked a lot about this in the in the writers' room. There, you know, you've seen everybody's seen 150,000 car accidents on screen, and especially the thing that you now really see a lot is is uh, something that's very spectacular from inside the car with a you know another another car coming over and T-boning, and mm. and I think what we were more interested in was the idea of capturing Kim's experience of it, mm-hmm. and 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 of trying to make it a little bit more subjective, which is why. Uh, uh, in, in Episode 7, there's that moment when Kim falls asleep in the car, mm-hmm. just for that, just, and, and, it, and there's that jump right. cut. That was, that was, our hope was that that was, that was kind of seeding in the, this idea of where we were oh, going, where we were going well, with Well, you this. know, I'm glad you brought that and, up,
0: because we did talk about that, and it was incredibly, I just, wa- I didn't cut that either. And I wanted to even say to Tom last time, was that that was incredibly experiential, just like this was. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, oh, yeah,
4: it, it is. It's very first-person. They told me that when we were filming it that that's how it would look. It's very first-person. Down
5: uh, to part. the fact that you've lost time. Like this, It's not yes. continuous. Yes, yes. that's it's exactly like, it. Usually, I think you see that, and what what you would probably see in, in if, if you did the, the car crash in the way a lot of people do, you'd see Kim starting to drift, and then you'd see her kind of either... Wake up and mm-hmm. swerve and crash and so forth. But it's like when that when that impact hits, mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't have any idea where I've been for yep. a while. She's yeah. nowhere near where she right. was when yeah. we last. Nobody here. has been driving that car. Nobody's for a been while. driving that car, yeah. and it's like you because you sometimes and I think Peter, you talked about this when you had this experience of of being in a car crash and like it's so it's such a trauma that sometimes you you will lose that. You just mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what happened. Somebody yep. can tell you what happened, but. You may not. You may have. Lo- and, you may actually lose and, that time. So. And
3: all the elements of filmmaking work there. There's sound. There's there's pictures. Everything. But the thing that really sells it for me is Ray. Is, mm-hmm. is Ray's yes. performance yes. because that's true. Because, and it's also the way Gordon has set it up because uh, Jimmy has just been a complete asshole to Kim. Mm-hmm and Ray and Kim is is off going to this meeting that's very important to her and she trails off and I always think even though I know it's come I always think she's thinking about Jimmy I always think hmm. she's thinking where is this all really going and, and then, <laughs> that's and that's when that's what you you just you can't help but project whatever it is you're mm-hmm. thinking is going on inside the character and it's just because you're you're you just bring so much soul to it all and strange. it's 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 uh, and that's I remember talking to uh uh, damn, I'm forgetting who it was, but it was actually a pretty well-known horror director. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What's the what's the secret? Of, what's the secret of making people?" Uh, I think it was uh, well. anyways, uh, it's, what's the secret of making a good jump scare? You know, mm. and he said, "It's it's the acting." It's it's actually it's all in the acting. Is that you can? It's not a technical. It's mm-hmm. not. There's nothing technical about it at all. You can have all the technical elements and the sound and the cutting working perfectly, but if the acting is not right, yeah, yeah. Uh, then it just you you just you don't go in. It doesn't get to you in the same That's
2: way. That's a good point. Hmm. Which
3: there was a lot of, and I mean, this
5: is just a testament to to, to Ray here, but uh, you have had so much craft going into because there were there were a lot of conversations that you yeah. and me and Minky had about like because yeah. you were trying to fine tune that. The other side of the cut like what what happens when she's waking up exactly what degree how was she out was she like sleeping resting against the wheel and this is the first moment like mm-hmm. what what happened exactly all the details leading up that we didn't shoot in a certain way it would have been easier to shoot because we would have been like see remember when you cranked the wheel at right. this but it was like you, right you needed to know all of those things and there i think they're They're all kind of present in that kind of in the scene that you haven't seen, but we're gonna describe (laughs) it to you as we're
4: getting out of that. I'm I'm, I'm just glad this is on film
0: because it makes me blood red. It's gonna uh, make you uh, it's gonna I predict
3: it's gonna make you jump when you see it. let
0: Uh, me me, uh, ask go sorry, Vince. Well just
2: just to get to get Thomas in here. uh, there's all these everything's working on all cylinders here, but the one thing am I right about this? We cut it out if I'm wrong. I don't remember any music in here. And and that's typically in a scene like this. Uh, you'd you'd have, use you'd that have to a, kind of
6: distract or do something, even or in the moment or. after. Well, you could use the moment after, as in the aftermath of it, or you could use score to set it up.
4: No, but since I haven't seen it, tell yeah. me music is music the moment? There's
6: nothing. After. There is nothing. Really? Yeah. yeah. What's love so great that. is a little tiny that. moment at the very end when your your face softens for just a second. It's like a moment of peace because you've been mm. so on mm. throughout, and that's right when the cut happens. That's when the accent happens. Mm. And if we'd had music in there, it would have tilted it in one direction can't or have into another direction. Can told you something was about to happen? Exactly. It and interesting. tipped it yeah. so we get lost in you, and we kind of that's drift great. with you for a moment, and that. That's why it's so shocking, yeah, because yeah. You, were in so, you and were so you so and it's not, I don't think it's set up. Chris, what up.
0: do you think? You didn't read it. Oh, were no, I
1: didn't see it, for it coming, and, yeah. not yeah. at all. Not at all. It's upset, it's really upsetting. It
0: goes, it, it goes I
4: did along. with Catherine Manson, and she had seen it and told me that it was very upsetting to her. It's incredible. Well. And I, she said, even though I thought, oh, oh, they ended with an argument, and Kim said, I'll talk to you later, those can be, and still was like, What? And then I told Peter, she said, she started crying, and I said, But. I mean, I mean I'm okay in the scene and um, she said she goes but not psychologically no. and I told Peter that I was so happy because I know my conversations with Gordon and with Minky were all because I did want to know physically what what are the wounds so that I can play those mm-hmm. as realistically as I can and it just kept coming back to um, she's psychologically lost this is yeah. not a scene about a bone sticking out that that is not the horror of no the scene. Uh, no
2: can I tell you what uh, Holly said when she saw this my girlfriend Holly oh yeah what she said with just utter seriousness, she said, y- you have to tell me, you're not going to kill off. You're not going to kill off Kim, are you? <laughs> <laughs> because if you do, I'll murder all of you. <laughs> <laughs> and she said
0: that with a slight, slight oh. southern lilt in her voice. Yeah, yeah, yes, right. and I was all in the closet right behind. Right. Right. No,
4: um, I love her so much. Uh, she's the best and the smartest. Pro- <laughs> no, you know, I know her. You know, um, but it's- but oh, it was great. Ahead. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was. there were a lot of conversations and also like and my apologies that I can be uh, I, I I could never do enough homework uh, I don't ever want to um, not bring as much to the table as everyone else is, is bringing like all of us should be going 110% so I get stuck in the specifics mm-hmm. um, because when, cause I, I build that architecture and then that makes the emotion be able to be organic um, so I kept hounding you guys about like
0: <laughs> so we- <laughs> nope, 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 don't. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I also just
1: bleep it out and make him wonder. <laughs> you can
2: always bleep stuff. Man. I
0: I, um, I, actually, you know, we've never, I don't think we've ever done this, but since this is a very small moment and there's a lot of uh, input um, from all different stages of uh, production and post on it, can you guys start, since there are three of you here, hmm. can you guys start in the writer's room and tell us um, sort of how you came up with you know, what you thought might happen, and how you decided possibly, because I would imagine you decided on the simplicity in the writer's room.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Right. We were, t- I mean, as much as it's a shock that this happens, hopefully we've been laying, we've been laying this in all season. Right. right. We're like, we kept making a point about how she's burning the candle at both ends. She's not sleeping at home. She's got a gym membership so she can just, you know, get, shower. get, re- so yeah. she can shower and th- then go right back to work. So she's killing herself, but but it's all—it's just like the pressure has been going up and up and up on on Kim, and it's been the question of like what's going to happen. And we we were we we kicked around some other things that could happen. That like that, what? Oh god, I don't even really remember most of them because we we just were like the most logical thing is that she she has a car accident because if you're if you're if you're running like this, it, it's. It's as bad as driving impaired. It's as bad as, as being under the influence mm-hmm. of, of alcohol to be truly, truly badly sleep deprived. So And it was this like, is in the middle of the day. And it's in the middle of the day. But yeah. but she she has not been sleeping. You know? right. So and it it's really bad for you. So this is our, our own little PSA, go get get your sleep. But um so we, we kicked around some things that we like, oh well maybe she just nods off during the during her meeting or something like that or miss or or has the sort of loss of time during the meeting and it's like well the sticks are a little lower if you come out of a meeting you're like god i don't remember what happened in that meeting then <laughs> i i just crashed my car i don't remember where i was mm-hmm. and so it felt very natural to kind of get into that and, and have that feeling and then we just sort of talked through some of the mechanics of what, how, how to Fraser get there
2: road is that is that right near uh, it's uh Bobby the airport Foster. Oh it's it's Bobby Foster. Oh, it is there.
5: It, it's it's a stretch. It's a it's a weird spur of Bobby Foster that oh, okay. kind of sweeps off t- towards uh
3: It's so okay. it's it's towards funny towards to me thought, yeah. act- actually this was uh the, there's a little there's a moment in production where uh the director and uh production will present locations to us here in here in uh, Burbank and I was they were they were presenting possible locations for this car this car accident and and I I was uh I think it wasn't e- it wasn't an easy location to find. It was there was a, there were a yeah. lot of requirements because we wanted the car to end up on a slant. There were a lot of there were a lot of things that oh, we it had was a major were that, 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 that tethered to the yeah.
4: side. And so it's it it's go at off. A, Yeah, and it's it's at a severe yes. uh, forty five degree wow. angle. Um, with a boulder in the front, getting out even was difficult and eventually the door hinges started um, (laughs) deteriorating to the point where they had to be rope tied in because it would swing open and and just hang such a sharp edge. Um, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they got bent eventually.
3: Interestingly enough, in in, in episode 209, I had the ice cream truck that got, uh, an episode I directed where the ice cream truck gets run off the road. Mm -hmm. And I remember, that's probably a bad thing to say, but I remember being disappointed that we couldn't get the truck at a steeper angle, or oh, really? when it was run off the road, I really wanted it to be bending over, but it ended up being not safe to do it as far as I wanted to, we would have sure. had to, we yeah. would have had to tie it down constantly at the cam- off-camera side of it, and so I, I, but I felt like this, this was a, I think we all felt this was a moment where we wanted it as steep, it was a tough location to find. Anyway, they're presenting photographs to, to I think Gordon and I are both here in, mm-hmm. in LA, and suddenly they showed this location, I was like, that's great. This is perfect. Uh, is this really far from the studio because I'm always worried. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, and Robin Robin Sweet our our uh, our wonderful producer just gave me a little smile. and said it's not too bad and of course it's uh, it's literally up the road from from you the studio. You could walk to it. You could almost walk to yeah. it. In fact, oh, yeah. that road is one it's the same road where uh, Walter White uh, got pulled over by the cop yeah. who eventually yeah. pepper sprayed him. It's a road that <laughs> Walter White closed his eyes and put the pedal to the metal and almost hit a truck that's on that right. same road. Really? The, we have seen that the road. Dangerous the stretch of road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've We're seen singing. that road a few times. Jesse he he gets singing. dropped he off from
5: Los Poyos the on, the other, on the other side of, the, of uh, university. Jesse gets dropped off from, that's, from that's Los Poyos out that's that way. Right. That's, that's right. For a it's all
3: uh, – yeah, We it's really yeah. our studio back lot. and It's the one wonderful – and it's a wonderful location, too, especially with Marshall shot it mm-hmm. uh, you know you see the whole city spread out there below mm. since you mentioned Robin though, I also want to say like Robin
5: sweet is is an unsung hero of this episode because it's it was a godsend to even find it that close because we were moving all over like every day we had at least one move this this episode because we had so many locations so finding one mm-hmm. that we could we could piggyback onto a, a stage set or mm-hmm. All of that and when we, we turned in this episode and we knew it was a big episode, uh, Robin was like, Okay, this is really challenging. We're gonna see what we can do so that <laughs> yeah. we don't have to just cut it to ribbons and like cut it down. We we still had to cut some things, but uh they she she found a way to, to she and Melissa and Nina found a way to
3: make this work so. was this, this is an enormous episode it was, it was we have a big episode. we have this car accident we have the 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 mall walking we, have, and, we have, <laughs> oh, yeah. and we have and we have Billy Billy Gatwood yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: well, wait wait before we go there can i just indulge a little bit about so you've got a brand new director that's going that's going to shoot this and I'm curious about how you guys toned this um, car accident with her.
3: Boy, Minky brought so much to this episode. I will say, I think the basic concept of this car accident was pretty much in the script. And what she did was she realized it, I think, in the best possible way and made it completely real. But it's, it's uh, you know, this, she, Minky, one of the things that Minky is, one of the things that makes her a wonderful, wonderful director is that she wants to know what the intention is in the script and then she brings it to life. And she makes it. Mm-hmm. She makes it. She makes it real, and she brings so much to it. But I think in this in this particular case, the car accident was something that 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 we had conceptualized pretty thoroughly, at least at least in broad strokes, mm-hmm. in the writers' room. Uh, but but you know, again, you know, so it's one thing to. to to kind of it's just one thing to kind of draw a sketch of a building on a napkin, and it's another thing to actually have to have to build right. the building. From
0: an editing standpoint, I was incredibly impressed mm-hmm. because I mean, profile angle is one of my favorite angles to use anyway, and for me, the reason that I think I connect with it so much, and the reason that it's so intimate for me is because it shot from that. So I was just wondering mm-hmm. where that came from. I
3: also say that Minky did shoot, I mean, part of what we, the, the liberation that we can give a director sometimes is to say, it's okay to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to shoot, we, you know, this is a scene where maybe we can do it more simply. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because if, you know, if, as a dire- if the director feels obligated to give you every piece conceivable mm-hmm. that's you know yeah. they can eat up the whole day just just shooting things that that uh, maybe mm-hmm. you don't need Minky did I mean she gave us uh, she gave us a frontal angle oh, here too. there was okay. yes. absolutely yes. Well, yeah also,
0: you I know, was on a, um, the car on the flat by we did, we, we did okay. Uh, lots okay uh, well, well we, then hats off to the post you know if it skips idea or whatever hats off to what happened in post because it's incredibly interesting that it basically appears as a wonner. Mm-hmm. Well you know yeah. she
4: came from uh, uh, photojournalism and um, yeah. and I talked to her about that for a while and there is something about uh, Minky's um, understanding of the narrative that comes through composition mm-hmm. is, uh, is really pretty fascinating yeah. and there's a weird objective thing mm-hmm. with the technical picture and then and then, like a zoom lens, she'll come talk to me, and is equally adept at what's what's the personal story that's in this incredible shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's really she, she,
0: cool. You can tell that she she really has her
2: composition <coughs> thing going like, on. She's remarkable.
4: I gotta yeah, ask too.
2: I'm sorry. Just, uh, I love the text stuff too. Did you guys have to truck in that boulder? Yeah. Damn, was that a real oh, boulder? Did you? No, that was, uh, that,
3: was no that was not a real boulder. Right. There, was, there, yeah. was, there was there was that was an art department boulder. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But gotcha. we had to, you know, bust in the, in fake the had to bust yeah, yeah, yeah. in the front yeah. of the car. So wow. did
0: they find another car, or is that yeah. that's? Oh, yeah, we, they went. Yeah. Uh, Dennis went and found another yeah, we car. Yeah,
3: two identical.
4: And then the papers blowing too was pretty funny because they had a huge fan doing it. But for some reason, (laughs) we did like a bunch of takes at the beginning. And the, by the way, the hitting the airbag is done by me doing it in reverse. Oh. I have my face buried in it and yanking my head back, and then they play that forward so that That otherwise I could have hurt my face on the because it is um, sharp pieces coming out of the steering wheel where the bag comes out. That's cool. Um, it was cool, and then. And then, like I said, it was a bit treacherous getting out. It was so steep. uh, And then trying to, you know, stay in character and play the scene.
0: (laughs) And the first couple of times we did You have those heels on, too, don't you? I do. I do. And
4: it's sand. And you're sliding (laughs) down, you know. And then there's Paul right there. God love him, like, trying to catch me and hold his camera. Um, A camera (laughs) operator. Yep. But so uh, uh, Joe, our special effects person, was there because they had... He's trying to get the airbag to go off, but not completely block my face to Mm -hmm. camera because the passenger side would go off as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And that can't be blocking, but it has to be real. And then all these papers are supposed to be flying. And the first couple of (laughs) things I would get out, inexplicably, with one of the, what's the giant, giant fans they bring in? Ritter. The, the Ritter, okay. Yeah. Um, inexplicably would blow all the papers only to the side of my body. So I was immediately just a yeah. paper-file standing.
2: <laughs> and like, you couldn't
4: see me at all. And then it would stick to any like fake yeah. blood and everything. You and look
2: like the movie poster for Office Space. 100%, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking,
4: just in case this is usable to them for some reason, yeah. don't laugh. Like yeah. I've got kind of to stay in character. Even though I'm, I'm being mummified by papers. That's but they couldn't get it to stop, couldn't get it to stop. So in the final takes that, are, uh, that we use, it, at least I think, I haven't seen it, um, Joe, God love Joe, he is flattened in the trunk of the car, holding stacks of papers and just administering them to the wind a really? little at time yeah. so a time. To get guy, them to blow in different directions. There's a guy hiding he's, in the hatchback. Yeah, he's age, in this, in this was, age of all sorts of things to get, get it, to get They that, kept that just
2: sticking to, to me. And, and, it was it was thing. Thing.
3: and of course, this is uh, also, you know, it's a tribute to our, our amazing grip department. Because this is a super techno crane oh that has crazy. to be that has to be placed beautiful. placed on very uneven sandy ground. It was it was a uh, uh, it's, so it's quite it's quite an amazing. It weighs setup.
2: like two tons, literally, probably It's it's
3: and it's a it's a just a uh, it's just a beautiful beautiful shot.
5: I also would say the the other crazy tribute to our, our grip crew was in the uh, other scene the, the other big <laughs> scene because we had that the pump jack going oh and we had God. we had some tech. Ah, uh, the scene in the out where of the I desert, the, the oil car. oil meeting where she where digs out. Car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah. that's awesome Chris seeing Mulkey. him on the show. Oh, he was so great. Yeah, he was really so great. You guys were great in that. Scene. He was, the, I and it. and, and I, it's it's hard to tell in the final cut, but it was
4: cold, ungodly
5: cold. Like it was just. It no, was you howling can't tell. wind. It's and, brutal. And it like was brutal. And Ray was a, Ray was an incredible trooper in a, in a very thin coat, but like your, your lips were freezing, and you'd have to. keep I had saying never had that happen. I've like, had to play it against was, the cold
4: a couple of times, not for.
5: It was really bad. The
4: length of the scene, and I was loving that. Minky's is like, I want you to literally take the amount of real time it would take to figure out what's wrong with the car. And, uh, and figure out what to do about it. And so you know, I was taking the time to like, like, which tire is yeah. stuck? You can't get out and know which tires stuck. Um, but then you' are like freezing, wishing the whole thing went faster. Um, and it was two mornings, too. Two we success, did it for two, two days, days. And Man. then there was a sandstorm also the first day so which were like these mini like micro blades blowing at us um and uh but I was just so thrilled to be in one of the iconic wides of the Breaking Bad Better Call Saul (laughs) world I was so I was way more thrilled than any coldness but um yeah with Chris Mulkey we were we rehearsed the lines ad nauseum the night before and I was so glad and so was he because another thing you can't see on camera is that the wind created a little tunnel right between us when we're standing um, on the uh, camera right side of the truck. It shielded a little when we came around the truck. But on the right side of the truck, when we're looking around, (laughs) there was a high-pitched whistle, like haunted Mm. house sound from the wind. It was like, We couldn't, we could only hear each other's like every other sentence.
1: And oh my thank God, God had bad. rehearsed. Yeah, wow. so you
4: were, there was a few points where we were like, please don't use that take for the action, you know, because I'm looking at his mouth going, yeah, he seems like he's done talking. i don't want to talk now. <laughs>
2: it's not, you know. Wow. Oh my. I mean, we kept
4: playing our intentions, but ideally and for a scene, you're not pausing for your cue. <laughs> well,
3: we have to. We have to all give complete props to Phil Palmer. Uh, I don't know. Oh, really it doesn't make sense. Matter. I just
4: went in ADR for that, and I was like, "We're doing the whole scene, right?" And she was like, "Nope." And I, Catherine Madsen, who's also amazing at yeah, mixing. Um, I'm but sure. yeah, I could not believe Phil.
3: That, that he was able to record that. And also, so, so Gordon, I have to ask, how did you guys get to this oil field with all these pump jacks? Right. So that seems like it's dangerous. Of- <laughs> they don't usually let you shoot there next are- to pump jacks. It, and then, you know, with all the equipment, it could be kind of dangerous. So how did you get permission to do that?
5: Uh, we didn't. <laughs> as you're as leading. Um, the art department uh, that built the, that that pump jack out um, built it from
2: scratch.
3: Built it from scratch what? out. Which in is, a, what is in happening a, with this art? Know, Which is Michael Michael Novotny, well, our wait, production, more of our them. production, what our production designer, Mike Novotny, and the construction coordinator, the brilliant Steve Brown. Yeah, was, uh, they 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 went back to the the well that they started the season with that with that giant horse yeah. that was in episode episode Wait, are you episode telling one? me it's
0: made out of cardboard and foam no, no you know <laughs> what not <laughs> this no if
5: one. only uh there were three things three departments that had to uh come together the art department the sfx department and the vfx department uh so because we had we had everything kind of going with it and it was very difficult we the art department built it but the sfx department needed to make it move made just that first hero uh, Pumpjack move, which the motor was having some trouble on the first day, so we had to have the grips actually rig a rope to it to kind of get it moving, and then the VFX department so kicks in. So did you just in. Photoshop them out? We yes, uh, Bill Palowski, uh not only had removed them from I think only one or two maybe of the the wides that we need where we could see the rope, or removed the the cabling and, that we had. And, and let me and he just, put in. the... Can
3: I just describe though what what you're what you're talking about? Yeah, we were. I'm looking at a scene with a. Uh, with Skip McDonald, and oh, they made all the, oh, the pump jacks move him well, and Skip would turn to me and say, look at this, and he would remove the split screen, and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly there's a row of black figures, figures dressed yeah, like head to toe ninjas. in black, like ninjas, Pulling on ropes like they're building a pyramid. Yes. Yep. Wow. Pulling on ropes, alternating <laughs> yes. back and forth, <laughs> which actually makes this pump. That was day one and actually made yeah. the pump yes, jack yes. go it was up incredible. and down.
0: It yeah.
2: was incredible. You know, that it needs incredible. to be a special feature to showing all that I, kind of stuff. I, I'm I really hoping we're going to, to get that. that. You
0: guys so it was, like, was, take yeah, yeah, so it was
5: removing that. That, that crew that was making it move in the first day. But then the second day we got the motor going. So we were able to give them a break. Thank God. But uh, we also had to all the you know we 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 certainly couldn't have our art department build an oil field. So uh, so Bill Bill Pulowski no. who was on set sort of advise us what what angles we should shoot from to so that we could. So film so in. it's
2: the real thing digitally repeated shot from different angles. Is that what it is? And uh, all the ones I'm in the background. I'm not sure how he did it
5: actually. I think but, what
3: actually Bill did was he used the uh, CAD files that they used to build our pump jack. God,
2: really? And oh, then he
3: reproduced it digitally. Jeez, CAD uh, CAD I, files, The CAD it's the computer aided aided design. Yeah. It's yeah. the uh, so the actual it's the actual file that they used to design the uh, design this three. Domain. I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. Uh, <laughs>
2: Turn it into a photorealistic, yes. uh, three-dimensional uh, model that only existed on a computer. Yeah. And
3: some uh, of them, uh, some okay. of them, we made sure some of them were stopped because when you drive past one of these fields, there's always They're a couple. There's thinking. always a That's couple true. that are stopped. We also needed the SFX crew to get the car moving
5: safely, so that it didn't. So that it, we had some control over the movement of the car, and then had yes, to remove I'll those bad cabling. And our stunt crew, yeah. yeah. Gotta, you really
4: pushing that thing. I am really pushing it, and Heather uh, Bonomo was my stunt woman, and she was amazing. And she knew I wanted to do all of it, but they would not allow me to. It's the jump last the split cart. second yeah, where I dangerous. jump. In. I open the door and I start to put my foot in, but you know you could hack you your leg fall. off you or fall or, fall or whatever. Yeah. So she does that jump, but she um, she w- watched me for hours before we got to that point, and it was sort of <laughs> otherworldly to then go to the monitor, and even though they said they were just gonna use it for that last split second. She needed to do the run, and um, she completely changed her physicality. I saw her earlier just running through it with me, and her gestures were her own. And then I saw her run like me, that's neat and <laughs> gesture like I mean, it was amazing. She was just great. I loved her. I learned so much from her. That
2: was very very cool. It looks it's all you haven't seen this. Series. I haven't. And, awesome. and when you exactly.
3: fell though, I mean, how did you not hurt yourself? Because you take you you do take a fall when you're pushing it. And this, by the way, yeah. again, you know, the, Minky Minky was the one who pitched the way you know the way Kim pushes it first. You know, facing you forward and then mm-hmm. and then using putting her back into it and then falling. Falling on her keister.
4: Right, and she was specific, and she was right to be specific that um, that it couldn't be. It was we had a, we had one of those weird technical conversations about what's what makes something funny because we mm-hmm. were trying to not make it funny. Right, it right. It is. Right. Um, not be funny. Yeah. It's uh, awkward mm-hmm. and frustrating, but it's not funny. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's And true. there's something about falling on your butt that's funny. That's just inherently funny. That's and right. we were trying to remove that element. Um, and then so we did it slightly on the side of my hip. Um, they brought a pad in uh, every couple of takes so they could uh, preserve for when you needed to see it without the pad so I wouldn't have to do it over and over. Um, but we did a lot. <laughs> I had a little bruised it. But, um, but we did it on the hip and we were like, yes, physically that's right. But now what's the noise level? What's too funny versus no exertion at all versus it's uh, cartoonish and... Um, so it was, it was weird. I kind of love those conversations, though. Yeah, uh, of what makes things funny? <laughs> I love that you guys
2: put that attention to detail into it, but it's it's funny. Is I mean, because you are hilarious when you want to be, and then when you're when you don't want to be, you're not. I mean, uh, and and there's really great actors, uh, and it's Bob, same same deal, and uh, and Michael McKinnon, and, and actually all of our actors. It's it's like magic. You either turn you either have it turned on or you yeah. don't, and when it's not turned on, no one's going to laugh. Awesome. And then when you turn it on, it was a, a great David Bowie story. I, this is such a weird anau- aside, but somebody was walking around, God bless him, David Bowie, and no one was right in the middle of New York City, and no one was noticing David Bowie. They're walking along, and it was a journalist or somebody, huh. for blocks on end, no one noticed it was David Bowie. And then David, and then and then the person remarks that I, you know, you're such a superstar. Why, why is it no one notice oh. you? And David Bowie said, "Oh, it's because I don't have it turned on, man." You know? Really? <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, that's the worst David Bowie ever. Well, <laughs> that was killer. <pretty> <laughs> so he said, "I don't have it turned on," and that's and, and, and the and the and, and the journalist said, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, I'll show you," and suddenly, and the guy didn't see him do anything different. Except suddenly, everyone who walked past him looked at him.
6: The wow. glow kicks in.
2: Yeah, how strange. Maybe it was as simple as suddenly he started extent. making eye contact with people. It, it was something, but it was so subtle. <laughs> but I think it's a weird analogy, but I mean, it's just it wasn't a funny it wasn't funny when you fell on your butt because you didn't intend it to be. Right. And also, it's context too. There's nothing. It is there's context. No, there's nothing right. funny in that You're right. Scene
4: Certainly, too. one could decide to do comedic a more comedic line reading versus not. But when you're talking about physicality. Um, yeah, it's mostly within your control, but then there's just I think it was important to her that it not be cute yeah. either, yeah. and that not and Kim mm-hmm. not be dismissed in that way. Which yeah. uh, you know, if somebody wants to protect that, I'm all for it. Yeah,
3: and yeah, that's you know, and it's an, an odd it's an odd scene because I, I don't think it, it's it's you know figuring out what is going you know, like why why are we showing the audience this scene mm-hmm. is not is not straightforward, and if people are looking for if they're looking for what they're supposed to be feeling yeah. and you cue them that they're supposed to be feeling like it, it's dismissive to Kim or something i mm-hmm. think they'll they'll pick up on it but i or I, there was any air of loved, you know the the scene
4: know. we have all seen of, of the woman frustrated all my groceries yes. and i'm on the phone <laughs> you know, the shit. Like, we don't we, we were not making that film i love that film but we're not making that film. i
3: i loved it i mean i love that look you have when when he, you realize your car's stuck and this guy with a giant truck just said a minute ago call me i'm i'm no. just i'm just Right over there. And you're
4: not a million Screw that.
3: I'm gonna I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not letting my client pull me out of this. And you
4: had written a scene that w- that she goes to get the phone and contemplates it. Um, I don't even think we shot it. I think no. I just did it We we decided I we just made a facial so expression and they were like, no, That's no. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um,
5: we we wanted to we, we had that at a certain point and I think we were we just realized that it was like we didn't yeah we didn't need
4: that. Chris he was great. Yeah, he Except was super
2: really super left great. alert. Huh? He
1: did. He's
4: not. He's in the. I was in the dust. He couldn't even see me.
1: That's how those oil men are.
2: I don't mean Chris Bulkie. Mean, I'm just kidding. It's yeah.
3: just Billy. Yeah. Billy Gatwood.
4: We, but we did discuss if you turn the camera on, like how far away is he? Can you right, he right, see right. her doing this? <laughs> he's like, and he's ah, like, she's That fine. seems weird. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a cute fall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was adorable. Anyway, um, I know we're going to run out of time because there's 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 so many there's so much episode. I want to give hats off to- Yeah, I wanted to actually- I had a a question for Thomas (laughs) Um, since you're here. It's actually about last week's episode, 308, Mm. uh, when Nacho is putting the pills together and Mm. more importantly, learning how to do the drop. There's a piece of music in there that is fantastic. What is that? I don't uh, know if it was score or if it was no, no. A song. no it's it's a song. an artist named
6: Fink, and it's from a, a record oh, he did, uh, a blues record. He he he's he's uh, he called a while ago, and he said, "I'm not going to do another Fink record. I'm going to do a blues record." And I was like, "Okay." And uh, he sent over this early track, and it's exactly what he described. It's a very stripped down blues record. He just listened to he listened to Berlin. He listened to about fifty of his favorite blues records over and over again. And then basically and he and his wife were kind of separated at the time, so he was by himself. And he went in into this blues record and when he sent it over, it just had kind of an amazing power. And and part of that scene, because we could have gone score with that and we could have gone silence with that. And I think it was a tricky decision when we were spotting it in sort of how to do it. And you know, in some situations Dave will tackle it and it will have a certain power. And sometimes I'll tackle it and have a different kind of energy. And uh, I think that one was actually done. I'm trying to think. That was done in editing. Come to think of it, I think that was actually yeah. Set up I, in we just
0: got a bunch of music. I remember that that thing. We were just listening to a bunch of it, mm-hmm. and I think we liked like maybe three things out of the mm-hmm. ten or something that you sent. And I, it's funny because I remember as we, I always thought the song I loved it, but I I never thought that we actually decided on it, it was a placeholder until something else, right? And then we just liked it so much that it never got changed.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, I, I it, I it takes like, me, I'll speak for my, it always takes me, I have to do many listens before I get used to the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it always takes me a little bit to realize the, what's, what's right. And uh, this, this one, I, I just, I love that one. And I also, the other one that you have in this episode, uh, the oh, one that we're yeah. talking about, 309, you have an earworm. Oh, which popcorn. is that Tijuana Brass song, wow. which popcorn. everyone, everyone in the sound mix is, is is was was walking around singing. We just you, you can't
6: stop. Oh, oh the, the montage do, do, with do, do, this is with girls, uh, the, yeah, basically this is, is the con. This is the con montage. We have Jimmy oh, yeah. talking oh. all the ladies yeah. into you know basically turning on their friends. Which is yes.
0: really yes. conceptually well done too. Oh, and going oh, back fantastic. to Minky, just
6: how that whole thing was set up mm-hmm. and how it was cut and how Ellie and also mm-hmm. the sound mix. How we were able to have the sound match, which is kind of incredible, without—I don't think there was much ADR in that. Ultimately, or was there? There's, there's—you'd be surprised. There's
3: a few pieces in there because I mean, this is—I uh, remember in the writers' room. You know, we have done at this point, and Kelly, Kelly will, Kelly will agree. I know so many damn montages. Uh, I, I think. You this could our probably one
2: millionth. If you
3: could do, and, stop. and, and we try,
2: do please don't, we try, stop. don't we
3: try, stop. don't stop. We try, to, we try to find a different way in for each one of them. We try to find some conceit or, or some just some kind of angle on it, so it's just not another another montage. And this one, I don't remember. but Gordon just, I love the way Gordon wrote it. It's basically, it's almost a monologue. That takes place in all these different locations mm-hmm. as yeah, this guy and and the other thing that I love that you and Minky did was to put that clip right at the right at the head of it. What tell yeah. us about the clip. Oh, it's so
5: great. What it's clip? oh there's this there's a clip from um Night of the oh, Hunter oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh Robert Mitchum telling the story of love and hate about his the tattoos on his knuckles, um which I, I I think I, I think that might be in the script I, I, as like I Night so. of the Hunter or some such but because I just uh, we, we were so happy to get it which is like, six degrees of separation
0: yeah. from Do the Right Thing which is six degrees of separation from Gus Frank from John Carlo <laughs> that's true no
3: I'm no, just no. kidding that's true look up Yeah, if, if you haven't seen Night <laughs> of the Hunter it's really <laughs> worth seeing it's All the right. only movie was, that Charles Lawton never directed
2: it's a crime he only did one he was a wonderful natural director wonderful hmm. director. Yeah. and and Thomas thank you for the uh, Getting uh, Bosskags in there, yeah. oh, that was awesome.
6: Lowdown. Oh, we we've been trying to get Bosskag since Breaking Bad. Yes. Yeah. We, <laughs> we gave a
2: shout out to Walter White gives a shout yeah, out. Yeah, right absolutely. To and we we've never...
6: always tried to find a home for it. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it was kind of perfect because we had that whole sequence at the mall, and we thought, well, we're in a mall, and it's the morning, and we have the mall walkers out, and. How much volume can we get away with, you know, and do we want to really kind of help to score the scene, do we want to be really naturalistic, and this is where Jason Newman's taste really comes into play because he, our music editor, is always able to figure out just how much we want to notice music or not notice music. Hmm. And when we're presenting it, sometimes if it's too loud, it's going to basically bump you guys. And then we think, oh, this idea could have been a good idea, but if we'd only mix it a little bit lower and let it be more subtle. Or if it's too low, it can be a situation where you lose the impact of it. And I think for that sequence, because we didn't really want to have just mall music, we kind of thought, this is a mall. And I remember in, in Albuquerque, you hear kind of timeless songs in there, but it's always like 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 an eight track collection went into like the mall music, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it never really left that. So it's like <laughs> America will play or Boss Gags, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's like the the best hits of the golden seventies. Yeah, and yeah, right. and it was nice to have. Yeah, we finally got uh, we finally got that track in there. When, when
4: do you make the decision about whether something's going to be score or uh, composition?
6: Usually in our spotting session. Like I think one so of the do is, you
4: both submit?
6: Okay. No, what we do is we discuss like we have everybody in the room, and okay. it becomes this, we have kind of a blank slate. And okay. I think one of the blessings we've had on, on both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is that we don't put a lot of temp music in, so we don't put in temp score in there, and like so basically, never. yeah, like never. Really? So, Although I
0: did really? break that rule a couple times this year. Okay.
6: But I think what ends up happening is that Dave and I watch the episode. I read them long ahead, so I may send music over for the editors early on and we'll have three or four different ways, sometimes the directors, sometimes to many different people. So by the time we get in there, I already have an idea of that pathway of how we got to what we hope are the right answers. Dave comes in really clean. He hasn't read the script, he hmm. hasn't seen he watched the episode the night before. So he has the most closest relationship to the audience, That's I think. True. And yeah. so what ends up being really helpful is I may overthink everything and I'll rely upon their good taste to figure out what is the right way to tell the story. With Dave, it's a very natural and very immediate response. So mm. the score will be very much in the moment, whereas the songs may have a couple layers of kind of cleverness or subtlety or you know, there might be a lyrical component that you might not catch the first time you watch it. A lot mm. of times we hope that the songs will have value later on. So if you go back to listen to them, that there's... Further depth to the character of the situation in the right moment. Oh, interesting, but it's usually in that in that moment, and I think those sessions are. I mean, they're among my professional favorite moments. I, I mean, to be in that room with that group and everybody trying to figure out, like with you with your characters, what is the right. Choice here, like what would the character really do? What, where is their head at in this moment? Mm-hmm. How can we best use the the tools that we have to tell that story and to be and bring the audience into that moment mm-hmm. in a really profound and truthful way? And it's really I, I have a question. Oh,
4: you do such a great job. I, I have a question,
6: true. and I, I don't know if I really want to know the answer to this, but uh,
3: <laughs> you, you, what basically what happens is it just. Just like Thomas was saying, that we do a spotting session. There should be music here, music here,
2: or no me- music. Or no
3: music. Yeah. Often, often, especially Dave will say, "No, I don't need to be here. You don't need me. Uh, I don't. That or that spot's too short." Uh, but then, Reporter. but then, so mm-hmm, then yeah. later on, you you will uh, submit uh, a few choices to mm-hmm. us. Do you have a system where you put? a a particular, like if you have a favorite, you put it at the beginning or the end. Do you have a, is there, is there, is there something that you're, is there something you're thinking about with this question? Maybe maybe it's better. This is not, all I know. Your honor, objection. I'll put this, I'll put this another way. I've noticed, I've noticed that, that, I mean, we're meticulous about listening to every single, one that you submit. Even if there have been scenes, love One there have yeah. been scenes even there have there been scenes where I thought there's we're not gonna put music in this. Ugh, all right, I'll listen to these and then I oh there it is. We gotta use that. Uh, or we'll keep watching them and say, well maybe we don't need music. Oh my God, that's the perfect thing. So, um, I don't know, I guess I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't ask the question. If there's, is there some- But it's there, good that you put it out some, there. I there. there's some kind of manipulation going on. That's all I'm gonna say.
6: Well, part of the fun of it is like, sequencing is really important, I think, in general. And so I think what probably- What's sequencing? Sequencing is choosing what order you present what idea. And you as an actor might mm. think to yourself, I might have three or four different ways of tackling the scene and i may want to give editorial a few different choices of how i'm responding to another character so you may lean more sympathetic or you might lean in aggressive or you might choose different ways of approaching the scene with music we kind of do the same thing too so we're looking at it from saying okay if we're at this point in the story, is this a relief for the audience because we've had a lot of tension so far and we want to kind of lean it back a little Mm -hmm. bit? Is this a moment we want to lean in or do we want to almost push the audience away a little bit so they kind of have to have a little bit of work in there? And a lot of the choices have to feel right in three or four different ways for Mm -hmm. us to do it. And we do it as a team. So we kind of let all the ideas come together and then we let everybody kind of look at it against picture and we try to figure out well what is it how is it contributing and if nobody can articulate why we move on to the next choice and sometimes Something feels counterintuitive and you don't really know why it works, mm-hmm. but it does. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll look at something and I won't get it. And I'll ask one of my team members who submitted it and be like, why does this work for you? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll be like, I totally missed that. And that's really kind of genius. And then we're happy to throw that in there. And when we put it in the order has a lot to do with where we think their level of patience is to mm. some degree. <laughs> and we don't always put our favorite point <laughs> first. Sometimes we'll choose something which feels like, okay this might be a busy day or this is a small background scene. Let's put the most pragmatic, simple, invisible choice here so Mm -hmm. we know that we're just basically letting you move through. We'll have a braver choice maybe two or three later, Mm -hmm. and then maybe we'll have something which is really off later. Or if it's a montage, a lot of times we'll be like, all right, let's swing for the weird choice first. And just to see if this kind of cleanses the palette and opens up the conversation what we want the scene to be. And sometimes that's the one gets picked and we're like, I don't know why, but it, it has a magic to it. And I think for each one, we kind of, when we hear it, we think, there it is. Like there, it's just something magical. It's like watching a performance. You watch eight takes and you see that one and you're like, that's it. And and, you know. and sometimes we're wrong. And we think that's the one huh. and it's number three. And we get a call back, and no, it was number five. And you're like, huh. Hmm. And then you go back and you look at it and you're like, oh. It's a different angle. Like that's not that was not the or approach. Or it's
4: the puzzle that's
2: now assembled.
6: Exactly, and they yeah. had and they had the big picture, and we were in the small yeah. picture.
2: Or be honest, you just say all oh, they're, they're, they're fucking raw. Raw. yeah. 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 They're they're <laughs> The yeah, one, that, the one,
0: that, wrong. the one
3: that that always gets me when I think back is the uh, the bo- the one that with the Bollywood oh, yeah. song yeah, that was at great. the end of at the end of uh, Mike I know Michael Slovis directed that episode with the one where where Jimmy, Bally Jimmy. the Bally High oh no oh the Bally High the Bally that's high right is the episode, yes yeah. the Bally High is the episode and 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 Kim and Kim drives off and then Jimmy's just furious mm-hmm. he's furious as hell and and smashes the cup holder and yeah. then I, you know I I, I think we. I, I was uh, thinking, oh, it sort of plays dry. It, it plays fine And yeah, It would have played it fine played dry. Uh, but but, but that, my God. Yeah. But that this was way better. That music just, it makes me happy just thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's a great piece. <laughs> I always a great loved p-
4: the, the version of My Way
3: that you played during the montage.
0: Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. Magic magic that that was actually John Chapman's choice. Mm-hmm. It's just that he gave me a bunch of music and I was like, well, I like that. And I didn't think we'd be able to get that.
6: That became a theme for you in a lot of ways. It was like having this sort of Spanish guitar and some of the instrumentation to uh-huh. it. Like we've gone back to those ideas. I don't know if they've I was actually learned some the signature kings.
4: styles of music for individual characters or not. Is it like oh that's so and that's electric guitar person and that's? It's hard to
6: say. It gets intuitive in a weird way. Like you know, with you, so much of what we love about your.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's what a lot of people say. Yeah, zither, 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 exactly.
6: (laughs) Well, I'm I'm invested in like your you know inability to ever take no for an answer or to I want always to have the sense that your gumption to get it done is always going to be there. And Mm -hmm. so in a way, the music kind of has to have some component of that, whether it's instrument Mm -hmm. that is being played Mm -hmm. in a certain way or whether it is uh, a structure to how the song is. It has to have a forward momentum to it. Interesting. The other thing
0: with that song, too, I don't mean to interrupt, Thomas, but the one thing that spoke to me with that song is that it's a very... It's one of those things where you're like, I know this, but I don't really know um, it. Yeah. But I think for me, when I heard it, um, it was the Gypsy King. So it's got a very, it's got a, a really interesting.
6: That's nobility. Yeah. It, that was it, the part which I loved so oh, much about it. And, and it, it it's, felt like there was a noble effort that she was putting through. Mm-hmm. Where, if you think about the Frank Sinatra version, it has a bit of a swagger to it, which is not really appropriate. There yeah. is sort of a mm-hmm. it doesn't an have elegance. the same energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
4: How do you decide what where, where to use music, where to leave silence? Dartboard.
3: <laughs> no. Or the Ouija board.
4: Composing. Well, I mean, with
3: that, with that, that was a montage,
0: yeah. and we most of the time will use music in a montage. Sure. Um, I was a little worried about that song. I Mostly when I'm cutting um, something like that, I will cut with music regardless. So it doesn't matter. I, You know, I'm cutting with some piece of music regardless. Um, to imply rhythm, no matter what? Well, I know it's going to be a montage, so we're going to put music in it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it does help me a little bit to put music to it regardless sure. of which I say piece
2: it is I say do it however it works for you. but I really like I mean I'm a stickler I, I like seeing it I have broken this rule plenty of times so I'm not gonna act like I've never not done this but I like seeing even the montages with the sound completely turned off at first because if it ain't working without the music
6: yeah there's a visual you know, poetry too. yeah sure it's
2: all the music's always especially in a montage if it's the right piece of music that Thomas finds or Dave writes, it's always going to make it even more amazing, even Mm -hmm. better. But if it doesn't work with that, music, then something something needs to be jiggered jiggered until it does work.
6: And you almost don't always have to go with the cuts. A lot of times it's the objects that are in there or the movement that's in the frame. And that gives you an idea of like how much energy or lack of energy can we do? Is it worth doing something that's double time, but it's Brazilian, so it has almost like a slower energy to it, even though it's really fast? Hmm. And so you kind of look at that and analyze it and figure out, that will help us figure out, what palette can we pull from that might work? I mm-hmm. mean, you have so many choices of music available to you. It really helps to look at it and just say, will you tell me what's going to work here? It's like trying to be a dance partner. I don't want to lead the dance. I kind of want to, I want to be dipped. I want to figure out how can I figure <laughs> out That's how true. to skip dip me. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, and,
1: and we have to end on that.
3: I know we're running out of time, but I, we just cannot end uh, our discussion of this episode without mentioning Gene Efren, uh, who, who who plays Irene Landry. So great. Uh, oh, and she, is, she is wonderful. She is, she is so wonderful. And we originally cast her back in season one, really just to say bingo, as I recall. Yes. Yes. So she was she said bingo, I have bingo. And then she she became a more important character later in mm-hmm. season one. And here she is back, uh, what is it? It's almost two years later, and she we asked so much of her, and, and she just she just brought it, and yeah, she's, she's she just is heartbreaking in this episode. So Gene, we love you. Thank you for. Uh, hopefully, she's listening to this. Uh, I, I just I thought she she and Bob also. It's wonderful to see Bob working with uh working with all these actors, but especially with Gene. They have they have a wonderful rapport together. Yeah, and and it's just it's, it, and I, I think that scene that he has, where she's really he's really broken her. I mean, he is as bad as he
4: ever. I gotta Absolute. say, I is, wrote
3: that.
2: He's that, yeah. a bad guy. This is the, I liked person. him. I liked him less than I've ever liked him before. Yeah, entirely. Yeah, better call Saul. Yeah, for, for doing it's, this. It's yeah. a.
3: It's it's a. It's a heartbreaking scene. It's 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 funny it's, in a very uncomfortable way. Hmm. Just like just like Gordon himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but, but I mean, just to say,
5: like that. I think that was it is the worst he's been and in a certain way we were both in the room just going oh god do we really want to bring him here but it's a question we've asked for 2 years running like will he bilk will he do something to his clientele mm-hmm. will he is he going to yeah. ever like turn mm. on the little old ladies and turn right? on hit yeah. the old like yeah. prey on those people yeah. and it was like yeah maybe this is the time to see that and so. the
2: and the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah. as we often know and say it because uh his argument would be and i'm sure it was is to say you know what she's going to suffer a little minor discomfort here but she's going to get a payoff right she's not going to live to see if she if she doesn't <laughs> if she doesn't get uh, uh, yeah. If I don't help her out here to see the light, she's never going to see any of this money because she's going to die before it ever comes out. She's yeah. never going to be able to spend yeah. it. It's for her. I'm doing, he, doing, he, yeah, doing a
5: bad yeah, thing exactly. for a better. It's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. He has a good point, and then I think I think Patrick and, and Hamlin has a good point in in the scene with him, which is like you're just in this for the money. You're not looking out for the clients. Oh, right.
2: Like yeah. But to, yeah, to be fair, no, to I be fair, to uh, but the, the two law firms are just in it for the money because they're not looking out for their clients. The clients are all going to age out here. They're all going to die. One hundred percent. They're waiting for
4: the larger payout for them. But
5: but the Goal. I mean, every every firm is trying to like. They, Jimmy has has to put it as like. See, you're gonna make all this money. Yeah, but they're making nothing now. They have to. They're doing all of this time against that settlement. So they're not, they, they don't make a penny until this, put this comes in. So they're, they're operating at a deficit. This is just how law, how they mean the, yeah, the, the law firm or the law firm. I don't firm know why you're defending nothing. big law until <laughs> the payout, not until the payout. <laughs> yeah, right. so the, this yeah. is all on a deficit. This is all against the future. I, I I'm just saying like, and there's, there's all these people racking up these hours doing the work, the, the wonderful payout. thing so is that we have, we have, there is, they're right on both
3: sides. Good arguments. Although J- Jimmy's argument is kind of, tra- it's like like Hamlin says, it's like talk- you're transparent. It's like talking to Gollum. I love that. And how great is Patrick yeah. in that scene? The other person, yeah. I just I I don't mean to hijack the podcast. I have to say. Laura Frazier. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that Laura
0: was so, That was such a great. And seeing that office again, that yeah. was really cool.
3: Back to Madrigal. Uh, so what a, I could watch, watch that What scene. a thrill that was. I and her. we get, uh, you know, when you when Madrigal is there, you know there can't be a segue far behind. So we <laughs> we get we get our we get we get that segue <laughs> we get that segue riding through the uh, yeah. riding through the lobby of uh, Madrigal. Uh, is it Houston? It's Madrigal Houston. Madrigal yeah. Houston. So. It
2: looked great. Where, where is that? Where is that again? Uh,
5: it's, it's a law firm that, I mean the actual, there's, it's two, two locations. One of them is that, that weird building right by the, uh, the, the weird mirrored building across from the studio. The oh lobby. my God. Yeah. It's that. Oh really? Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's, it's That's that. the lobby. That's it was going to be the UNM film school. Yes. And so and there's then, like an yeah. unfinished warehousey kind of space that we yeah. use for the lobby. And then the other one is a, a law firm, uh, someplace it's, it's like in the, the the arm that right it's right in the like crotch of uh, the
3: forty and the twenty
6: five okay. where they meet why the crotch
5: yeah. if only if Tom had been here I for know
3: this, <laughs> I just feel I feel uh, it as soon is, as someone says is. crotch in one of these podcasts <laughs> I'm just
5: we're somewhere he's he's rolling over that's right <laughs> something there was a disturbance that's right, right. Uh, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere he's doing, he's, P. Squat, P. he's
3: squatting over a mirror somewhere I mean, nearby he is West <laughs> McFloss West McFloss R I P
1: um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming out here on a. Uh, it's the late. This is one of those late night podcasts. Late yeah. yeah. night. It's uh, almost nine like Loopy. Little and we
3: turn. They wow, turn off wow. the wow. air conditioning in say, the sealed building at seven o'clock. I it's thought hot. it was just this, me. It's yeah. sexy uh, in, uh, no, it's, in
2: here. Yeah, this is the time when you don't want to be in the writers' room.
4: Oh wow! So you guys are sometimes writing late at night, and it just gets hot, and you have to write.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Six p.m. They turn the AC off.
0: Yeah,
2: they just take their pants off. <laughs>
4: just schnapps. For
0: a second, uh, I thought you meant the AC repairman, which makes no, no. sense. I was like, what does that have to do with what they're doing?
2: No. <laughs> oh, you know what? And quick shout out to uh, the congratulations, Thomas, to you and all your fellow music supervisors. Oh,
6: thank you. Yeah, we, we got an Emmy category. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, well deserved. deserved.
2: Thank
1: long long you.
6: overdue. Well, well, fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. But thank you.
1: Well, who's taking us out, Kelly? Has he Ray decided. done it? Have you Have you done it before? Where you give I us have. your well? I think I think Thomas. It's uh, what about Gordon? Oh, Gordon. I've done Gordon. pressure's on. You've, You've done, you done it, Gordon. Done it. Thomas okay. hasn't. Uh, I have. So has we like to it? take people out. We like to take Thomas the episode out. Uh, maybe he did. I did you where we where you do your best kind of Bob Odenkirk style. Better
6: call Saul. Do I do a line or do I just say Better call Saul? You go
1: Better call Saul, and but
6: you say it however you
1: like.
2: Sell it.
6: Better call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> My angry German mother. That was great. I I just channeled it. That was
5: good.